American Financing is uh, here. That's a great investment tool with your home, uh, especially right now. And I mean right now. Home values are up about 20%. That's a really big deal because it means you're able to access that equity as cash as long as that house, you know, uh, keeps adding the, um, the equity into it. It's up 20%, so you could take a loan out on part of that, or really all of it, uh, but you would take part of it and pay off your credit cards. Do not take a loan and do some risky investment or spend it all, please. Use this and pay down your high-interest credit cards. Call American Financing to see how they can help you. 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. Uh, they're transparent. There's no hidden fees. Just a quick 10-minute phone call. Talk to them about your situation. AmericanFinancing.net. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Last night on television, I did the border bloodbath, and it is a bloodbath. I'm going to go over some of it today, but I'm telling you, this is what's happening just with fentanyl. Just with fentanyl, it is a weapon of mass destruction. Our border is completely out of control. It's worse than I thought it was. Uh, and then what is what's happening in Congress? Ah, they're debating an abortion bill that's not a uh, just reversing Roe versus Wade. It would have made abortion uh, on demand at any time all across the country. It is not in step with the American people. It was defeated because Joe Manchin stepped up to the plate and said no. Plus, today, the Senate is voting on another $40 billion to go to Ukraine. That brings our total to $58 trillion. I'm sorry, billion dollars. $58 billion. You get their numbers, mean they're meaningless. They're meaningless. As I said last night, McDonald's over a... Over a billion served. Okay, let's go buy everybody a Big Mac, and we'd still have about $54 billion left. Okay? $58 billion. Do you know how many billions uh, Russia spends on their defense every year? $65 billion. We've sent Ukraine, or they're voting today, 
to send Ukraine a total of 50, almost the entire year's budget of the Russian military. Have we lost our minds? The answer is yes. We take it on in just a few minutes. And I'm going to give you a solution. Possibly somebody I really like that is running, but we've got to find out some answers because we cannot lose a Senate seat. We have to have the person that is really buttoned up in Pennsylvania. All right. Tunnels Towers Foundation. What are you doing today to help others out that need it? Uh, do you give to charities? You know, a, a, a friend of mine, uh, he was actually my bishop, uh, and he was a former head of Goldman Sachs. And I asked him, how do I, what do I do on charity? How do I give? Because I didn't grow up in a family that had any money, you know, uh, and I don't know anything other than putting money in the basket at church that we gave. I mean, my parents probably did, but I don't know. Never taught me. How do you do it? He said, you have to invest in people. So who's giving the most amount of that dollar to people and are actually changing lives? I can tell you Tunnel to Towers fits that 100%. 100%. When a first responder or a military service member doesn't come home, they take care of the mortgage to take the uh, pressure off. If they come home and they're horribly injured and they can't function the way they used to, they help them with a mortgage-free house, a smart house that helps them function the way you and I function. And now they have Operation Home Base, tiny homes for homeless veterans. Please, $11 a month, donate to T2T.org. T, the number two, T.org. Okay, so do we need to go on the abortion bill yesterday? It failed because of Manchin. Um and, of course, Biden came out and said, these Republicans, these Republicans, they're standing in the way of progress. We can't do this because uh, 49 people say no. What? So we're going to do it because 50 say yes? 51 say yes? I mean, it. there is no bipartisan on anything anymore. Thank God for Joe Manchin, and I can't believe I'm saying that, but thank God for him and the fact that he came out and said, this is not, this is not, this isn't uh, Roe versus Wade codification. That's not what this is. This is abortion on demand all the way to the time of birth. Now, the other thing that is coming up now, I am so sick and tired, so sick and tired of people not going to jail. You know, we have hearings, sure. And then they lie to you. And then what happens? Nothing, nothing. You know, I grew up, you didn't lie under oath, ever. Didn't matter what the definition of is, is. You didn't lie under oath or you go to jail. Well, that changed in the 90s. And now you can lie to Congress. The other thing that I always heard is, oh, it's even worse with Congress because they set the rules. If they decide you're lying, they can say, jail for you. Wait, what? When is anyone going to go to jail for lying? Listen to this one. The National Institute of Health, the acting director, confirmed to lawmakers uh, yesterday that U.S. health officials 
concealed early uh, genomic sequences of COVID-19 at the request of Chinese scientists. Now, do you remember, do you remember when um, there was uh, a, a reporter that said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, they, they're hiding information. There's a, there's a sequence that has been removed. Do you remember this? There's a sequence that's been removed. Where is that sequence? And everybody testified that is just, that's conspiracy theory. That is absolutely conspiracy. It was in Vanity Fair. An article March 31st reported that evolutionary biologist Jesse Bloom discovered last year that early COVID-19 sequences had disappeared from a federally run data repository. When Bloom raised the issue, he was reportedly ganged up on by a group of researchers assembled by the then NIH director Francis Collins and Infectious Disease Institute head Dr. Anthony Fauci. They destroyed him for it. They said that it was a conspiracy theory and everything else. Well, it comes out yesterday in testimony that, uh, yeah, we deleted the sequence. We deleted it because the Chinese scientist asked us to. And then they got into this argument of, well, it's not really deleted. I mean, it was deleted from, you know, everything except, and I have to give you this, uh, but uh, uh, the what it was kept on the uh, sequence read archive. Uh, oh, yeah, here it is. A tape drive. It's kept on a tape drive. Now, I don't know if you're old enough to remember the old computers that they would have in big computer banks back in like the 60s with those like reel to reel tapes going back. That's what he's talking about. It's on a tape drive. That's like saying, yeah, uh, I got the whole Bible. It's on uh, stone tablets. Well, uh, what? Why is it on a tape drive? Why did you store it there? The reason why is because you can't really get to the tape drive. No, it's it's available. Really? How do you access that tape drive? Oh, I just take out my tape drive reading machine. Okay. All right. So is anyone going to go to jail? Is anyone going to go to jail? The answer probably is no. Will we have hearings? Oh, sure. How about this one? Jim Jordan and Mike Johnson said they have evidence now that the FBI targeted parents who protested school's COVID policies despite assurances from Merrick Garland that it never happened. In a letter addressed to the Justice Department, Jordan and Johnson said they have evidence now the FBI labeled dozens of investigations into parents with a threat tag created by the Bureau's Counterterrorism Division to assess and track investigations related to school boards. The evidence is coming from brave whistleblowers within the Department of Justice. Thank God. Thank God. I have been waiting for some. Is there anybody in the Department of Justice that isn't completely corrupt? 
The National School Board Association, you remember, sent the letter to the Biden administration at the Biden administration's uh, request, comparing parents who protested school's COVID policies to domestic terrorists. Five days later, the FBI issued the memo saying that they wanted to investigate the threats to school boards as domestic terror. An internal email from the FBI's criminal and counterterrorism divisions instructed agents to apply the threat tag edu officials to all investigations and assessments of threats directly specific uh, directed specifically at education officials jordan and johnson citing a whistleblower said the fbi opened investigations with edu officials threat in every region of the country and relating to all types of educational settings The lawmaker cited several examples where someone reported a parent or state elected officials using the FBI's National Threat Operations Center. In one investigation, FBI officials interviewed a mom for allegedly telling a school board member, we're coming for you. The person reported the mom because she belonged to a right wing moms group. Let me just say that again with a straight face. A right wing moms group. Oh, man. Tons of bake sales going on in that thing, man. Deadly bake sales. It's what they do with the brownie money. Yeah. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? They've got, they come out, they sell you brownies, and then they just pile in the cash. Direct to international terrorism. So this right-wing moms group called Moms for Liberty, she's also a gun owner. FBI officials took the threat seriously, interviewed her, and then said, now she's not a threat. She's a mom. In another investigation, FBI officials interviewed a dad opposed to masks. According to Jordan and Johnson, the person who reported the dad did so because he supposedly fit the bill of an insurrectionist and rails against the government and has a lot of guns and threatens to use them. Claims which the person later admitted they had no information or observation of any of that. The Republican officials in an undisclosed uh, state were also reported by state Democratic Party official who said Republicans were inciting violence by expressing displeasure with the vaccine mandates. Jordan and Johnson said these investigations were a direct result of Garland's October 4th directive to the FBI. They noted the FBI agents ultimately determined that these cases did not amount to terrorist threats, but they lamented the waste of valuable law enforcement time and resources that could have been expended on real and pressing threats. The whistleblower information raises a few concerns. Why? Because that means Merrick Garland lied to Congress under oath over and over and over again. Do you remember what he said? Quote, I can't imagine any circumstance in which the Patriot Act would be used in the circumstances of parents complaining about their children. Nor can I imagine a circumstance where we would label uh, parents as domestic terrorists. Well, you just did. Is anyone ever going to jail? More news on the FBI. Congress has decided they're not going to look into the FBI's infringement of the free press. So the House Freedom Caucus, by the way, support the Freedom Caucus. And if you have people in the state that you think should be in a Freedom Caucus, 
start a freedom caucus in your state. You can go. What was the web address? Was it state freedom caucus dot org or something? We, we just had the guy who was running it on the other day. Uh, and the, we, we need freedom caucuses all over the country. Um, you somehow actually remembered that website, <laughs> did address, really? which never happens. You have it right yeah. in front of you and you misread it every interview. But yes, yeah, statefreedomcaucus.org. Okay. Congratulations. Uh, the the uh, witnesses uh, were Cheryl Atkinson and James O'Keefe. Cheryl, we know what happened with Cheryl with the FBI, or we thought we did. She said yesterday under oath uh, that... Um, uh, she said the Obama era gun walking scandal, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, Explosives shared her experience of the U.S. government breaching her electronic devices. Remember that? The government infected her computers with spyware in an attempt to identify her sources. Her story is well documented uh, in media reports and her litigation against the government, which is still ongoing. But she surprised committee members when she told them that the FBI threatened to plant child pornography on her husband's laptop. Quote, one of the federal agents involved in one of the operations against me said they intended to plant child pornography on my husband's computer. This was the FBI. It had not accomplished in my um, it was not accomplished in my case. I can guess the curtain was drawn on that facet of the operation before they could do it. But imagine how you'd ever get out of that. They knew we had a young daughter at home. Can you imagine? This is the kind of stuff that used we used to think could never happen here. Now, I don't know. Now, I would say probably And if it's not, it probably will, unless people go to jail. Now, how is that going to happen? Well, we don't get mealy-mouthed worms like uh, Turtlehead Mitch McConnell, who said two days ago, Uh, I I think we all agree here uh, that the biggest threat to the world is the uh, Ukrainian-Russian conflict. No, it's not. No, it's not. The biggest threat to world security is the collapse of the United States of America, period. And there's multiple ways we could collapse. And we have people in our own government actively working towards that collapse. And if you are a candidate and you don't get that, you should not, you should not be sworn into office. I'm going to introduce you in a minute here to a candidate. Um, I want to get to know her because I really want to like her. I think I do, but uh, you know, she's coming under attack like nobody's business. I want to give her a chance to explain and introduce yourself herself to you. She's running for Senate uh, in uh, in Pennsylvania. We talked to her in just a few minutes. Back in 60 seconds, Keith wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He said, I've experienced decreased pain and stiffness after taking Relief Factor. I've been at it for three months now, and my pain is not completely gone, but it is diminished substantially. Thank you, Relief Factor. Keith, I have to tell you, at least my experience, keep taking it, because that's the way it worked with me. I, I saw some relief in the three weeks, and I was like, oh, well, you know, it, wow, it is working more than I thought. But I still had pain. I rarely have pain now. The pain that was so crippling in my hands that I couldn't paint, I couldn't write anymore. It was awful. I got my life back. Please try it. 
three-week quick start. It's 1995, the three-week quick start. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. It's relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. Relief factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. So the Senate yesterday voted to confirm uh, Alvaro uh, Bedoya. It was a 51-50 vote with Vice President Kamala Harris casting the tie-breaking vote. This was a deadlock um, now uh, that has finally been solved. But the problem is it makes the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, it puts it into the hands of progressives, and now the uh, FTC is run by radicals. If you don't know, if you happen to be watching The Blaze, put the uh, picture up. I pulled this down today when I saw this. This is the statue. Woodrow Wilson is the guy who started the FTC, so that should tell you everything you need to know. When FDR got in, he built them this beautiful building, and that statue stands in front. It is a giant horse and a shirtless man, all kinds of muscles, holding that horse back. Now, people walk by this statue every day, and they have no idea what that means. The horse is industry. The man is government. The FTC puts a bridle on business and pulls them back and holds them from galloping. Now, it, it could be, I guess, a good thing if you, have gov- if you have businesses that are out of control, but I don't think we need the FTC. We have the Constitution. We have the courts to do that. This is a managed economy, and that's what they're going for Again, FTC was Woodrow Wilson's baby. It will hold business back. You you want to really you you want to you want to be a successful country? You want to get out of the situation that we're in right now and going into? You let go of the reins and you let the court systems work it out. You let go of the reins. The FTC is about to do the exact opposite. Good luck to the economy. Back with now the front runner in Pennsylvania. The Glenn Back Program. American Financing NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. As rates continue to rise, the best thing you can do is pay down your debt. Uh, you, you can't let larger interest payments drag you down, and that's a huge waste of money. Uh, and if you look at your credit cards, especially if you've racked them up over the years, the average, I think, is 19%. It's going to get much, much worse than that as days go on because the banks are going to not want to lend people money, and they're going to start feeling like, I don't know. People are collapsing. They're not going to be able to let's jack the interest rate up. You got to get out of those high interest credit cards. Please call the family owned business, family focused. 
They don't charge upfront fees. They'll look in to see what they can do to help you as we slide in towards recession and inflation. It's American financing. American financing. See if they can help you with a consolidation loan to get that nasty interest uh, monkey off your back. 800-906-2440. 800 slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off Blaze TV. In what strikes me as a desperation, Hail Mary, we're at the, you know, we're at the very end. Quick, do something. Um, Dr. Oz uh, or someone has released a smear uh, campaign against Kathy Barnett. She's running for Senate in the primary uh, in Pennsylvania. She seems really strong. She has just taken off. Uh, and, uh, I wanted to get her on to, you know, answer some of the things that Dr. Oz or someone who has four followers on Facebook, and this is the only video they've ever released. Gee, I wonder who that is. Um, I wanted to see what she thought about this and have her be able to answer some of the questions that have been asked. Here's the campaign ad. Privilege and classism in America today. The reason for so much unrest in the black community is because of white racism. Black Americans feel disenfranchised. Systemic racism, specifically among police officers. I recognize that there are inequalities still throughout our country. Um, I have the blood of slaves coursing through my veins. White racism. White racism. Blessings. Okay. Kathy, wow, what a hatchet job that is. Uh, you have, you're, I think you're very clear. You've authored uh, the book, Nothing to Lose, Everything to Gain, Being Black and Conservative in America. Kathy, welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. I uh, truly appreciate it. Uh, so um, uh, are police racist? I mean, you have racism exists. We all know that. I don't think anyone would say racism does not exist. Right. And there are bad apples in every area. Right. I worked in the financial industry. I know there's some bad apples there in Wall Street. There's some bad apples in university. There's some bad apples everywhere. Yeah. But I have never said that our police officers as a whole are racist. I have never decried victimhood. I have never said our nation is systemically racist. I have always, from the very inception of Black Lives Matter, been one of their most ardent critics. I remember uh, under Obama, uh, they Black Lives Matter started coming up. And I remember looking at my black husband saying to him at that moment, the only thing Black Lives Matter is going to do is get my black husband and my black son shot. And that's exactly what they have done all throughout. Black Lives Matter Incorporated has never been about black people. I've been extremely clear. There's hundreds of videos of me on Fox News, Fox and Friends, decrying yeah. um, Black Lives Matter on Facebook, all over the place. And yet you see, you know, you know, the reality is the swamp is not just comprised of Democrats. <laughs> Mm. There's Republicans too. You're seeing a lot of them, but I'm so excited because we are clearly winning and I'm so excited for the people of Pennsylvania. They're actually going to have a seat at the table and I'm so excited about that. So you did work in the financial 
uh, district. I want to talk to you a little bit about inflation and what's going on. Where did you where did you work? What did you do and where did you work? I love it. And I love the fact that you're about to ask me a real question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I worked at A.G. Edwards and Sons right out of college. And I worked with Bank of America Capital Asset Management and Glenn. Although I am popping up on some people's radar yesterday, as of yesterday, yeah. I've been running now for 13 months. I've been, I've been on Sean Hannity's show seven times between his radio show and the television. Never asked me any of these questions. In fact, he was raving about me. He loved me right. until Oz came to the picture. Um, not one person, they had 13 months to vet me, called my campaign manager yesterday, demanded all these, all this information that he didn't have readily available. Two seconds later, put out this article that I'm refusing to answer questions. It's just a lie. Well, uh, I mean, one of them is Selena DeZito, and she's a very good friend of mine and a very a friend to conservatives, uh, I believe, and very fair. But she was one that uh, couldn't get yeah. any couldn't get any answers. I found that to be very disingenuous. Again, I've been running for 13 months. They're acting like I clawed, I, I crawled my way from okay. underneath a rock yesterday and just pounced on the scene. The people of Pennsylvania, the reason why we're going to win on next Tuesday is because the people of Pennsylvania has done the betting. And now you have these outsiders who are right. looking in and like, wait a minute, she, we didn't get our pound of flesh. Right. Now they're coming in. I, I, and the only reason why I wanted to ask those questions is because if you are the candidate, we cannot lose this seat. And so I just didn't want anything popping up afterwards. We can't lose this seat. So let's talk about some real questions. Inflation. Biden says this is Russia and Putin's inflation. What is this? Yeah. You know, Milton Friedman, uh, Nobel Prize winning economist, said uh, inflation is always and everywhere a monetary phenomenon, meaning it's the Federal Reserve, right? And now we as a nation are looking at the Federal Reserve to fix what the Federal Reserve broke. But in addition to the Federal Reserve breaking it with the quantitative easing and um, and calling it uh, uh, buying up all of the bonds from yeah. the uh, Treasury, calling it tra transitory inflation when they should have been putting a, a break on it. In addition to that, we have the the Biden administration and the failed policies of the Democrat Party, with re, you know uh, not allow not making sure that goods that were on containers were off those containers, but were in the stores on the shelves. Now we have a milk shortage. Now today, I wake up to a news article: Biden is closing down more energy. Um, plants and, right. and pipelines and facilities. So all of those things is the reason why we're here. And just to give you an example of that, agriculture, the number one industry here in Pennsylvania, uh, I talked to a farmer a couple of weeks ago. He said this time last year, they were paying $40,000 just to fertilize 600 acres of corn. Today, he's paying $120,000 just to fertilize the exact same 600 acres of corn. Who are you? Who do you think going to eat that? It's going to be the American people. Mm -hmm. This is what they're so afraid of, is that you have someone who is substantive and who can speak about uh, all of the issues beyond the talking points. I didn't become a conservative like Mamet Oz yesterday. I wasn't <laughs> living in Connecticut being a, a, a fund manager for the Sovereign Wealth Fund of the, of the Communist Party of China like Dave McCormick. I don't have ties to the World Economic Forum. And so now that I'm winning, they're pulling out the long knives, they're highly editing these videos, and they're trying to paint a different picture. 
Pennsylvanians, keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> Don't let them take away your one and only chance. Um, let me ask you, how you mentioned World Economic Forum. How aware are you of ESG? Um, I'm, a, I'm a hard no. Good, I good. Know McCormick is, well, I know McCormick is a yes. Okay, um, thank you. Thank, thank you for that. Okay, um, the uh, the war in Ukraine. If you were in the Senate today, we have. If this bill passes, we will have sent fifty eight billion dollars uh, to Ukraine. So people know their total yearly budget for their military is six billion, and the total yearly budget for uh, Russia is sixty five billion. So we are almost sending the entire Russian military budget of a year over to Ukraine. Would you be voting for it or not? We're dealing with, no, we're dealing with inflation. We're dealing with mothers can't find. I mean, I was literally on the phone with someone who was driving hours just because she heard there was baby formula at a particular store. We have some very real problems here in America. And my heart goes out to the people in Ukraine. My heart goes out to the citizens of Russia who have no control over a regime that has gone rogue. But Putin was a pariah uh, under the Trump administration. And we didn't see this uh, terror and horror that he's inflicted upon the people. I believe in order to make Ukraine strong, in order to make the world safe again, we got to start with making America safe again. America is not in a sustainable situation. If we are fighting a war for Ukraine on their continent, and then I do believe China is going to do a Hong Kong on Taiwan. That is going to be very real. Can you imagine? We're losing allies left and right. Look at Bangladesh and India. They are pivoting away and they're cozying up to to our enemies. but imagine us being on two different continents, fighting two different wars, um, and where does that put us as Amer- as Americans? Right. We need to look at how do we make ourselves strong, and that begins with, just so you know, as a senator, I would want to create a foreign affairs plan that doesn't look like a crazy game of whack-a-mole, whatever pops up, that's what we attack, but instead create a foreign affairs plan that extends beyond the life of just one administration. That's the purpose of the Senate, is to be deliberate, to be sober, to be thoughtful and not just pounce on whatever pops his head up kathy you would be walking into a hornet's nest i mean i i talk to people all the time who are who are very well aware of evil and what's happening and every time they go to washington they say glenn it is far worse than i thought and i thought it was bad um we are going to have to have Republicans in there that will fire and if people have done wrong, jail high level government people. Otherwise we lose our nation. Let me go to schools. Are you willing to close down the department of education? Yes. I've been very vocal about that. I, I believe that there was a point when they were necessary, but I believe they've lived beyond their point of usefulness and now they're getting involved in a bunch of foolishness. Um, as it relates to Mitch McConnell, I think likewise, uh, similar to the uh, Department of Education, he served his 
time of usefulness. It's time to look for new blood and new 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 ideas. If you go to my website at barnettforsenate.com, just so you know how serious I am about the corruption, saving my own soul, mm. keeping my own soul intact. Uh, we put out on day one agenda the ten the top ten things I will focus on when I get to Washington D.C. Use it as a scorecard. Tell, tell me, six, I've got about a minute. Can you just hit quickly, just like the most passionate ones here, just quickly? Yes. Uh, Well, number six is uh, ethic and transparency. My husband and I have committed to not holding individual, uh, holding or trading individual stocks. We will only invest in mutual funds. I think think that goes a long way in the corruption of these uh, people in office, but also energy independence. That will solve a lot of our problems. Also, our border. We're on track for having four million unlawfully present people coming into this nation. Uh, And now Biden wants to get rid of Title 42. I think we really need to take a look at um, you know, our nation is being destroyed from within. Uh, I'm, China is a threat, but our main threat is coming from within our own mm. nation. And Democrats couldn't do what they're doing if they didn't have assistance from some within our own party. Kathy Barnett is her name. Uh, so, you know, others have spent millions. How much have you guys spent on your campaign? Less than two million. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they are in three figures in the in the millions, you know, eight figures nine yeah eight figures or nine figures in the millions over 60 million dollars just just in the first five months alone amazing i spent less than two million over 12 months and they're but i we've been doing 1500 miles a week we've had seven debates mamet oz and dave mccormick only showed up to two of them Mm. we've had several forums they wouldn't go i think maybe two the other only ones they went to they don't want to be in front of the people but they promise to serve the people i'm not buying it i wish you all the best the primary is what tuesday yes five days five days all the best to you uh her name again is kathy barnett barnett for senate.com if you want to get involved especially if you're in pennsylvania uh please do make your decision because we cannot lose this seat and we ha- we cannot have it uh, held by another Mitch McConnell or, m- you know, mushy Republican. Barnett for Senate dot com. Kathy, thank you very much. God bless. Thank you. Glenn. All right. When we have uh, shortages in the country, uh, there's problems. Uh, and we are realizing now that. We may have lots and lots of shortages coming up. Uh, we have the baby shortage, the baby food, uh, food shortage happening right now. It is a real problem. It looks like it will be months before that is solved. Um, I want you to take care of all of the members of your family. I want you to make sure you have enough food for everyone. I mean, did we see the baby food shortage coming? Preparewithglenn.com. Go to preparewithglenn.com. Get a three-month emergency food kit for each member of your family. You will save $150 on the three-month emergency food kit right now. My Patriot Supply is somebody that I was in business with for a very, very long time. Um, They have, I think, the best food out there. Each person in your family needs a supply. Three-month emergency food supply kit is uh, on sale now. An incredible $150 off. Preparewithglenn.com. Go there now. Preparewithglenn.com. This is the Glenn Back Program.
I have to tell you, the the vote in the Senate today, how are these Republicans going to vote? When we, when we send 40, and you know how it's being routed. It's not being routed directly uh, to Ukraine. We're not writing to the, U, uh, the Ukrainian military. <laughs> it's going through the State Department. And it's all being labeled as like for food insecurity. What the hell does that even mean? Is that like the schools need money for COVID and then it actually goes to SEL and CRT? I don't, I don't trust these people with a penny. And $40 billion can change a lot of stuff. No. No. You want to fight? Then declare war. You want to fight a nuclear-armed adversary, then you know what? We could probably do it better than the Ukrainians could. Why are we sending the uh, almost the entire budget of Russia's military for a year over to Ukraine? You want to do it? Take care of it yourself and declare war. It'd be over quickly. Oh, you're afraid of nuclear war? Good. Then don't send all of that money and our military expertise and everything else over to Ukraine. I care deeply about the people in Ukraine. But you know what's a a worse outcome is the fall of the United States of America. And we have far too many things going on right here. It's time for us to pay attention to America and stop, you know, squirrel, stop having the ADD moments. We are being led to the slaughter. Wake up, Senate. Wake up, Republicans. The turtle, Mitch McConnell, is wrong. So you might be, I don't know, asking yourself some big questions about your financial future these days. And those are important questions. However, if someone steals your home out from under you, uh, you're not going to care about the inflation rate for at least for a short period of time. Because uh, that's a huge just bashing of your financial life. Now, you are not covered from home title fraud when it comes to common ID theft services or uh, even the bank or your you know insurance company. Uh, because these things are kept online, they can be forged. And if they are, you're down a legal road you do not want to be down. Uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars of your equity can disappear. And that's probably what you're planning on retiring with. HomeTitleLock.com can protect you from these bad outcomes. You can see how the FBI and former agents are looking into this, and they, they can show you how to protect yourself. Uh, it's all on their website, HomeTitleLock.com. You can register your address and see if you're already a victim there. Don't even know it yet. Uh, and you can protect yourself going forward. Uh, look for a spot that tells them uh, Stu sent you for a listener discount. HomeTitleLock.com. It's HomeTitleLock.com.
fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. I want to talk to you about being a parent. I want to talk to you about your kids in school. I want to talk to you about the insanity that is happening in our schools. Also, we've been talking about a parallel economy that uh, we just can't live in a world that is controlled by leftists and Marxists. With ESG now being mandated to our states, that's going to change your life. Is your state even aware of it? There is a solution. Somebody who is very uh, relevant and powerful has decided to take on BlackRock. His name is Vivek Ramaswamy. He joins us in about 30 minutes to talk about a new way to do business. And actually, a new way to do business is just actually the old way of doing business. Focus on business. We get there in 30 minutes. Stand by. We begin with something crazy, crazy in Colorado. All right. Relief Factor is our sponsor. Um, your day, every day, you got enough to worry about. I am, honestly, I get to about 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and I have decision fatigue. I get, I mean, it's, it's all day it feels like yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And I get to 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm just exhausted. And I'm like, I don't care. When my wife says, you want to go see a movie? I don't know. I just whatever. Really, honestly, whatever. Get in the car. Don't get in the car. Let's watch a movie. Let's just sit on the floor and stare at a wall. I'm good. Whatever you want to do. Relief factor gives me the opportunity to not add pain to the rest of my day. I want you to get out of pain and to do that, try relief factor. Maybe you've tried absolutely everything else to get out of pain. I know I did. And then I tried relief factor. I never thought it would work, but it did. And 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to order more, just like me, month after month. ReliefFactor.com. Try the three-week quick start. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. Or ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Okay, so there's a couple of things happening with parents that I, um, I want to talk to you about. Colorado Middle School has hosted a Genders and Sexuality Alliance Club in which students are taught about LGBTQ-related issues and then told to keep the conversation confidential. This according to a mom of a former student. A student. Uh, her name is Erin Lee. Her daughter attended Wellington Middle School in Wellington, Colorado. Uh, she said during an interview that her daughter was invited to a club by her art teacher last May and that the students in the club were told by an outside speaker, what you hear in here stays in here. When did our school become Vegas? What happens in the classroom stays in the classroom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she explained to my daughter, this is the speaker. She explained to my daughter that if she is not 100% comfortable in her female body, then she's transgender. Now, can I just ask the women that happen to be listening to this program, have you ever felt 100% comfortable in your own body? Ever? Ever. Because I've never met, I've met 
no ugly women, beautiful women, doesn't matter. None of them. You know, you could have the most beautiful woman, perfect shape, whatever that is, and they'll say, except I can't get this part. It drives me out of my or my feet are so. Ugly. Well, I didn't know you're transgender. You're transgender. I don't know. Do you know a woman who's perfectly comfortable, 100% comfortable in her own body? I can't think of I one. I can't think of one either. I can't think of, the only one, I, the only people you ever see saying that are people in ad campaigns for like big and tall yeah. clothing where like the whole shtick is, I'm comfortable being big. Like that's the only, <laughs> for, you, I can't, you never I can't, see it from anybody else. I'm sorry. I can't imagine it. I, look, every, I think, and, and, and yes, even guys are like this, right? Like every, yeah. we cut joke about it all the time. How fat we are, right? We all know, and it. it's only it's to stop us from crying every yeah. time we walk by the mirror. <laughs> you look at a mirror, and the mirror is like, "Good oh, Lord, God. man, can you not stand in front of me?" <laughs> That's uh, everybody. I mean, what do you mean everybody. perfectly comfortable? In yeah, your, what does that even mean? Well, you're transgender. Mm. Uh, the speaker then told the kids that parents aren't safe. And it is okay to lie to your parents where they are in order to attend this meeting. Oh, she doubled down Mm. and said parents, again, are not safe and that heterosexuality and monogamy are not normal. Now, I thought we banned that word. (laughs) I thought so, too. What is normal? There is no such thing as normal. Oh, it's going to make it's going to make a comeback. It's going to make a comeback. Except what they'll claim is normal will not be normal. That's right. It's just like racism. Like racism yeah. was going away and all of a sudden it's made this big comeback and it right. just looks a little bit different. Well, now, a lot different. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it looks pretty darn similar to the old school racism. Well, it's yeah, just okay, different. It's, it's just ex- swapping colors. Exactly right. Okay, good. You're right. You're right. Same thing. And so this will be the same thing, except you're swapping uh, male parts and female parts mm-hmm. together being normal to now that's weird oh you're a weirdo you want to do what Uh uh-uh that part goes with the same part over here Mm. yeah thanks for the advice (sighs) now the school district confirmed the existence of the club and that conversations may be confidential but they didn't address any of the specific allegations uh, made by the parent just to protect the privacy of the student and their family Oh, that's nice. Oh, it's so nice. But they did promise to create and uphold equitable, inclusive, and rigorous educational opportunities and outcomes. How do and you outcomes. how do you Out- support a rigorous educational outcome? What what does that mean exactly? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. None of this means anything. They always just say these these combinations of words to appear as intellectuals. But I mean, you're right. Like, if you are controlling for outcome, then it can't be rigorous. No. No. Can't be. Uh, According to the parent rights group, Parents Defending Education, the club speaker name, the one that came in and said parents are not safe, is Kimberly Chambers. She's the director of Splash, a youth of Northern Colorado and Community Health Improvement Plan Coordinator for uh, Larimer County. Okay. According to the email correspondence obtained by Parents Defending Education between Chambers and the girl's art teacher, Chambers expressed concern about the girl's well-being due to her mother's objections to the club. 
After the teacher mentioned the girl hadn't been in school since the controversy arose, Chambers suggested talking with the school's administration about doing a well-child check or whatever is within the policies of the school. So the teacher was like, your mom is upset at this? Maybe you should talk to the teacher because there's some things we can do with a well-child check. Maybe, maybe you're in an abusive relationship. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying it. How did this happen? I I feel like... As of teachers unions. <laughs> okay, I got that. Okay, All right. but I mean, as of a couple- teachers unions. I can't guarantee you that I got it out that time. But uh, okay, uh, but as of a couple of years ago, this was such a fringy ideology what? that it only showed up in. Places, you know, like Ibram Kendi's, you know, Mm -hmm. dungeon basement he probably Mm -hmm. has filled with white people that are not Mm -hmm. uh, that are not allies. Mm -hmm. Um, But then then we're at this point all of a sudden, a couple of years later, where teachers who are members of (laughs) all of a sudden. In like suburban schools, they've always been there. They've just been the one that that's crazy, a slippery slope. They've always been there. It just wasn't time. And I got news for you. Mm. It still isn't time. And if Americans really wake up, if this doesn't wake you up, your children. Well, let me give you this one. How about this one Um, from Kentucky? A Kentucky couple who came under fire for allowing their six-year-old son to run in the Flying Pig Marathon in Cincinnati have revealed they were visited by Child Protective Services. Ben and Cammie Cofford of Bellevue shared a photo on Instagram of an official interviewing Rainier, a kid, who adamantly decided that he wanted to run the marathon. In the caption, they wrote that Child Protection Services arrived at their home unannounced on Friday and interviewed our children because leaders in the community are calling running with children wrong. And this needs to stop. Uh, The parents said our children are having an emotional breakdown right now, not from running, but from a mob that has weaponized themselves by running the, the running and, and destroying the most accomplished and celebrated individuals. They are stating that children running is abusive. And while they do that, not providing any data or facts, uh, the reports and stance are false, says the parents. Hundreds of witnesses, including police officers and hours of video footage corroborate. When will they apologize and retract all of this? The district attorney in Campbell County, Kentucky, confirmed to Good Morning America that child services had visited the Crawfords, but said no determination had been made about the probe. The real stuff that we got accused of was dragging our son, physically dragging him on the marathon course after mile 13 and across the finish line. If you've seen our finish line picture, we all held hands like that at the last at the last moment for the last uh, 0.3 miles. We walked. We talked about it ahead of time. That's what we were going to do. I don't know if anybody if I should be angry. I like to believe that people are doing the best they can, but they're they're trying to ruin that. They're not trying to ruin our life. You know, they're probably legitimately afraid for our kids, but. Where's the line? 
you passed that line a long time ago. Don't, don't, don't. Stop. Stop. People are trying to do the legitimate thing. No, they might think they're doing the legitimate thing, but they're most likely the ones standing up for the LGBT club where you can lie to your parents. They're most likely standing up saying, the Supreme Court has taken away the right to kill my child, which is not true, by the way. And we've got to have abortion at any time. These people have gone insane. They've gone insane. So, no, I don't give anybody the benefit of the doubt. They can feel like they're doing the wrong, the right thing, but I don't care how they feel. They're doing the right, the wrong thing. Now, this family is a running family. All the kids have run. The older kids, you should see the picture of the family. Whew. The older kids are pissed. Um, and the older kids have been running with the family. They, this, is a, this is what they do. And if my son said, I want to race and I want to finish it, I would say, honey, it's a long, long race. Okay, but I want to finish it. Okay, well, that means we're going to walk some of the time. And it means we're going to stop. But if you really want to finish it, I do. And then halfway through, when the kid says, I don't want to finish this anymore, you don't finish it. But that's not what he said. I really want to finish it because he's looking up to his older brothers and sisters who did the same thing when they were his age. My gosh, what's wrong with people? (sighs) (laughs) Back in 60 seconds. You know the old phrase, garbage in, garbage out. It turns out that the opposite is also true when it comes to your kids giving them positive, truthful information to put in their heads produces productive, truthful young adults. Okay. Boy, what do you say we raise a few of those, huh? You have absolutely no help in society. Uh, No help. You you cannot trust any organization anymore. You cannot trust the schools. If your teachers are still in a teacher's union, they can be the greatest person ever. No, no, I'm sorry. I don't trust you because you are not smart enough to see the correlation and connection between what you are paying them and the destruction of our children in schools. So you may not be doing anything, but the organization that you're funding and you can opt out of at any time, sorry, sorry. Anyway, you have to do the work. And here's something that may help you. Um, It is a magazine, a monthly magazine, that shows kids other kids, other kids that are doing extraordinary things like, oh, I don't know, Finishing a marathon, learning to how, how to be an entrepreneur, exercising your freedom within the market, gaining an appreciation for the fruits of your own labor. Oh, that's crazy old timey stuff. It's the Tuttle Twins magazine, and you can get it now. It's the Tuttle Times. It's a magazine you can get at a reduced price, $49 for the entire year. Give it to inspire your kids. Give them examples of other kids doing the things that we all grew up knowing you could do. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. $49 for 12 months. TuttleTwinsBeck.com.
10 seconds station ID. You know, I was about to give this to you, but, um, you know, kids, do not waste blackouts. Don't, um, because you're going to need them. And boy, could I use a stiff drink. Uh, Now, if you were listening to the program, might sound a little different on stories like this. This is a real story that I think you have to be hammered to tell. The Satanic Temple said its adherence to the Satanic Temple should be permitted religious exceptions to perform religious abortion ceremonies where they kill a kid. Uh, They say the states have put up barriers to the controversial procedure. Responding to the leaked Supreme Court opinion draft that would overturn Roe versus Wade, the Satanist Temple said that we are are absolutely committed to protecting religious abortion, uh, abortion access. So you know you can you can come in to the temple and we just put you up on the altar and we kill the baby in a, in a religious ceremony. Oh my gosh! Convenient. They're all oh sudden, it's all of a sudden a really important religious ceremony. Well, now. they've been fighting for this for a while. You know, mm. they they actually this is part of their. But does that tell you it's on that brand, you I'll say that. might be? You might be on the wrong side mm. when your ally is the satanic temple. Are we the baddies here? Is that us? Because that is what it kind of seems like here. Uh, it is totally on brand, though. For Satanists? Yes. Yes, absolutely. You're watching like this stuff where they're like throwing Molotov cocktails into buildings and they're harassing people at their homes and violence is starting to break out in certain areas. Oh. And like... Very much on brand for, yeah. for a movement that is desirous of killing 63 million people. I mean, it's kind of what they do. One of us should have a drink, as I say this. Mm. Uh, I believe Satan is running amok. I really believe that uh, the God in Washington now isn't the God of Abraham, Isaac, or Jacob. It's not even the God of... Uh, Abraham, Isaac, Ishmael, or Abraham, Bill, and Fred is not that guy. I think that the things that are going on right now, I cannot believe people don't see that as, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Glenn. You know, we don't vote the same, but that's evil. How are you missing this? How are you missing this? When you put it on your marquee billboard that the Satanists are on your side, I mean... uh... There's an indication, perhaps. Yeah, but they still don't see. I mean, how stupid do you have to be to tweet this? Planned Parenthood isn't killing children. You're you're thinking you're thinking the the M the the M the National Rifle Association. <laughs> really, really, that's Bette Midler. 
Okay. Uh, Planned Parenthood isn't. Ki- what are they killing? Shoes? What? 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 I mean, you what know, what happens to, if you don't do the thing you're doing? To, a, a kid is born. To solve this, all we have to do is tell them that that clump of sails might be a polar bear, might be a bald eagle. You never know. It's a protected animal. Mm. It's the uh, kumquat squirrel rat that there's only three of them. And it might turn into that. The kumquat. Did a squirrel, a rat, and a kumquat yeah. have a threesome? How did that happen exactly? You don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to see a, footage. You got a problem with that? <laughs> You're just not normal unless you've had sex with a squirrel, a rat, and a kumquat. <laughs> The Glenn Back Program. So I know what you're thinking right now. You're thinking, my gosh, Glenn, you are so handsome. You're so youthful looking and energetic. How can that possibly be? <laughs> well, that's good. It's good breeding right there. That's good genes coming out. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I get this soft, supple skin from the lucky strikes that I smoke. But most of all, I get it from a good night's sleep. Yes, that's right. Join me. Join me. How can you sleep at night? I used to ask that. How do I sleep at night? I don't. <laughs> now, quite well. Thank you, Mike Lindell. My pillow has all kinds of products that will really change the way you sleep, from his pillow to his sheets. They're great. He's got a ton of different products. And right now, he has a buy one, get one free pricing on most of the products. All you have to do is go to MyPillow.com, look for the uh, radio specials, and just uh, type in the code BECK, and it'll take you to the page where you can buy one, get one free. Just check them out right now on all of their products. Remember, they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. You don't like the pillow. You don't think the sheets are as great as I say they are. Ship them back. No questions asked. MyPillow.com. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to subscribe to Blaze TV. Join the movement. Use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks. A guy I have to tell you is one of my favorite. I could, if I could, made a list of you know the five, the five people I'm watching that can really change the world. Elon Musk is probably number number one. Number two is probably Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, Swami, who is with us now. If I can get his name right, he's the author of Woke Inc. But he just did something that Vivek. Thank you. You are. You are. Uh, in the position to do something you're in the position where you don't have to do something and you are taking on blackrock the right way can you explain what you're doing yes so we're taking on the three largest asset managers in the world glenn starting with blackrock who is managing over 10 trillion dollars that is one firm managing more than half the u.s gdp and here's the problem glenn They are using the money of everyday American citizens, most of the listeners of this program, yours and mine, to foist values onto corporate America, to advocate for policies in corporate America, to vote our shares in corporate America in ways that we would disapprove of to advance these social and environmental policies that we should instead be debating as citizens. Amen. And, and, you know, Glenn, I just want to, to, you know, I mean, you know this stuff well, but just think about this as as a second for a thought experiment, all right? If you had the CEOs of Exxon and Shell and Chevron get together in a room and say, we're going to cut gas production 
and then gas prices spike at the pump as a result. Mm-hmm. This would be the stuff of movies. People would be walking out, perp walks and handcuffs. Okay, it's yep. antitrust violations. Yet guess what? When the same owners of these competing firms all force those firms to do the exact same thing, somehow that gets celebrated as ESG instead. That is a problem. And that's a problem we're solving through competition. And so my, my message to BlackRock was really simple. Good news is we're going to solve your antitrust problem. The bad news is we're going to do it by taking market share, by actually representing the voices of everyday American citizens in every boardroom in this country so, eventually. That's the So when on. will this begin? When can average yeah. people move their, their 401ks or their investments over to you? So, so, so the, the movement begins in the third quarter of the year. What we said was that the first products will launch in the third quarter. This was just unveiling the company itself. And I have been humbled. I've been blown away by the level of support we received. In fact, the number of employees of the big asset managers, including Vanguard and wow. BlackRock and State Street, who have said we are, and these are, these are their words, not mine. In one case, a message I got, we're fed up with the nonsense, ready for something new. And you know what? I don't hold it against employees who are willing to move with their own feet. I actually give credit to brave people who are willing to act on their convictions. And you know what? These firms didn't act this way 20 years ago. This is a newer trend. And so even for employees of these large asset managers who have seen the lurch that these firms have taken, I give those employees credit and our, our doors are wide open. But to answer your question, Glenn, it's the third quarter of the year that we'll be launching the first so, product. Vivek, the you know, I've been preaching this ESG stuff uh, for a while now. Uh, and yes, you have couldn't get uh, couldn't get the um, uh, the states. You know, we had about 20 of them, but so many Republicans even are like, that's a private business. They can do whatever they want. Well, S&P Global just came and said, we're now rating the states with ESG scores. So you may you may lose uh, your status for businesses because we may not be able to recommend that people do business in your state. At a certain point, we should just call the charade for what it is. We tell ourselves we live in a democratic society. Let's call the charade for what it is and start bowing to our monarchs instead. This isn't even a battle between left and right, Glenn. This is a battle between living in a democratic republic and living in a monarchy where a certain group of corporatocrats, people who run a corporatocracy, a monarchy, decide what the right answer is to these moral questions for everybody else. Now, I don't think that public policymakers are up to the task. I think you agree with me on that. I also think that a lot of public policies can have unintended consequences. That's a different game. That's not the game I'm playing. At the end of the day, I think that the market here, the actual market, the true free market, not the one that's guided by the invisible hand of government, but the one that's actually guided by the demands of everyday citizens, that's the system that I think could deliver the cleanest solution if brave enough people are step enough are, are, are actually brave enough to step into that void. I think there's a great economic opportunity. I also think there's a great Huge. opportunity to change our culture. So that's the path I'm taking. That doesn't mean that policymakers can't act. It's just that I'm focused more on the market track. You know, it's amazing to me. I see these companies, these media media companies that sell for, you know, a billion dollars and they got nothing. We're the largest streaming network for right of center in the world. It's like worth $10. It's like, you know, you're never going to be able to sell that. You're like the, the, the market doesn't understand and they refuse to understand that. I don't know. Half the country doesn't agree with them and still wants products. And Glenn, it's, it's, it, let, me, let me just give you one shade further building on what you said. I agree with everything you said, 
But further, the 100 plus million people, the 150 plus million people you're talking about, when you adjust for spending power, when you adjust for investment power, when you adjust for being good credit risks, good good insurance risks, people who don't lie on their credit card applications, people who have actual savings to put into investment funds, people who are hard workers, people who are sticky customers, that actually becomes one of the largest economies in the world. Right. Now, that being said, I, I wanted to share with you my perspective here. I don't want to see a red economy and a blue economy in the long I run. I don't either. This is beyond this is beyond Democratic and Republican partisan politics. I actually want to get politics out of the private sector. Yes. But we're not starting from neutral territory. And so I think using market competition and competitive force to bring that true diversity to the marketplace of ideas, when right now, especially in capital markets, Glenn, we have one view. It is the ESG-centric view. And ESG is whatever BlackRock decides it means on a given day. What we really need is just true competition and true diversity. If we get there, I'm happy. And I don't want partisanized economies left at the end of it. I actually think that they can, the economy can bring us together. The private sector, if it's depoliticized, can bring us together. We're just taking the steps to get there. Well, I mean, if we have to have a parallel economy, but then we have to have it. But a parallel economy will take money from the other side and they'll either get competitive or they'll be destroyed. That's exactly right. Now, I predict the way this plays out isn't that we have two permanent parallel economies, but companies like Airbnb and BlackRock and Disney. And for that matter, you know, every other company in corporate America is going to wake up and say five years from now, our approach to diversity and inclusion probably wasn't as diverse and inclusive as we thought. Right. They swing the pendulum back. That's how we get our culture. Did you see that BlackRock, what they announced today? I think it's because of you. Of course. I think, I mean, I think it is, I don't mean to falsely pat myself on the back or anything for credit. It's not about me. It's about them trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube, right? So now what what are we going to see from BlackRock? Mark my words. They're going to say, well, those proposals we put up a couple of years ago, we want to roll those back a little bit. You know what I would say is that that is the example of a, of an institution that operates without a soul. I would rather have somebody who has a different view who we could engage in healthy yep. debate in the open rather than to debate with somebody who wants to look like a flag but waves in whatever direction they think the wind is blowing. Now they're trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube. I'm, I think going to have a very difficult time doing that, but I think it's revealing even how they sense the tides are changing. We're going to lead that new tide, hopefully, to a more positive So place. I only have about three, four minutes left, and I want to ask you two questions, um, and they're they're. Uh, they're just ethical questions that I don't know how to solve both in the news today. Goldman Sachs back firm buys Florida community of single family homes for $45 million. BlackRock is doing this too. They're coming in, they're paying overpriced. They're buying whole neighborhoods. I don't want to tell companies that they can't do that. I wouldn't be opposed to that if it wasn't for ESG and the great reset, which says, you're not going to own anything by 2030 um, and everybody will be renters. So what do we what do you think of this and how do we deal with this? It's a great question, Glenn. I like the intellectual honesty with which you're approaching this, too. This traces back to a deeper problem of the government effectively having a private sector suckling at its teat over the last two years. But in return for the trade of making sure that those private actors implement government policies through the back door that government couldn't pass through the front door. So institutions like BlackRock are effectively benefiting from a decades long policy of not only easy money from the Fed, but also Treasury spending that, of course, if you look at who administers 
administered the COVID-19 stimulus packages, guess what? It was none other than BlackRock taking their rake at every step as well. So this is crony capitalism. So if it's a, if it's a truly free market and private institutions are deciding, de- deciding to invest in real estate, you're right. I don't think that that's something that we should worry about as policymakers or, or policymakers should worry about in saying that that's something that they shouldn't be allowed to do. But we don't live in that free market. Right now, it's the invisible hand, really the invisible fist of government that's engaged in a mutual backscratching exercise with firms like Goldman Sachs. That's been happening since 2008, but also with firms like BlackRock in more recent years that make this the illusion of the free market. But they're using the slogans of free marketism as a as a slogan to defang the conservative opposition that you would otherwise feel in the intuitions. But conservative dogma says that we shouldn't interfere with the free market. Right. I think that's correct so long as we restore the actual free market. So um, that's a complicated issue. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate your answer. Um, we're talking to Vivek Ramaswamy. Um, I, I, two, two kind of in the same uh, question. There's a story from CNN today. Tesla's stock slide raises doubts about Elon Musk's Twitter purchase. I think they're sliding just like everybody else, myself. And the other the other thing that I really would like your view on. uh, There's a story in Fortune today. Coinbase admits users may lose crypto if exchange goes bankrupt. Now, when I read the headline, my first thought was, good Lord, are they going bankrupt? This is the federal government requiring them to uh, disclose what would happen in worst case scenario. And now it's being reported on uh, and the average person will look at this and go, oh, there's trouble at Coinbase. Is this just another game that CNN is playing with Tesla and the United States government is playing against cryptocurrency? So you understand this really well, Glenn. Your intuitions are in the right place. And they're doing this all over the place. You're seeing it in the green revolution, too, where they use the veneer of disclosure. Oh, we're not. We, we the regulators, aren't really forcing companies to pass a particular agenda. Of course, we would never do that. We're just picking certain areas where they have to over-disclose their risks, such as climate risks. And you could see the war on crypto has a very similar feel yeah. to it, too. It rhymes with it in the same way. Well, guess what? The disclosure regime is really just a vehicle for packing in, for smuggling in a viewpoint-based agenda that forces companies to either bend the knee in a certain direction or not. And when you combine that with the forces of the media, which has really just become a fourth branch of government in many senses, that's how you use this soft power. It's not hard legislative power, though that may be coming soon too, but it's the soft power of using the combination of a disclosure regime with regulatory pressure from the back door, with regulatory favors given to large existing incumbents that then create the conditions for nothing but the right answer, which is the ESG-centric answer, to have been the product of what they will say is the free market. Of course, it's really just the invisible fist of government and the more totalitarian, and I don't use that word lightly, but the more totalitarian forces behind it conspiring to get to that same outcome. So so I appreciate your insight in helping people see through what otherwise seems like a much more ordinary, less nefarious affair. I mean, I tell you, you you say authoritarian. Um, the, The title of my book is The Great Reset, uh 21st century fascism uh and it's uh, people were like that's you can't say fascism that but that's what it is it is that the classical definition of fascism is yes. the merger of corporate power and state power and i think we are seeing the beginning of the rise of that on modern american soil and, and in some ways we we fought a we fought a revolutionary war in 1776 it was not a war between partisan on one side or another 
it was a war between the everyday citizen and the monarchical class back in yeah. 1776. And today, the new battle line is between the everyday citizen and the managerial class and in the United States. Isn't it? That's not left or right. It's something more fundamental than that. And isn't it crazy that it's happening all over the world? It's happening in every Western country, and it's being misidentified in every country. You nailed it. This is a transpartisan transnational war for the heart and soul of both capitalism and democracy. And I even, you know, to be fancy about this, I think transpartisan, transnational, I even say it's transtemporal. Okay, there was, this was transnational back in 1776. The French Revolution played out 13 years later. It was a transatlantic battle then too. Mm -hmm. We live in one of these moments where it's like, it's it's like the the dose in the water. It's kind of like it was back in 1776. This goes beyond geographic boundaries and partisan boundaries. It is the human struggle between the citizen and the monarch, between the citizen and the managerial class. That's what's at stake today. And and we side on the side of the everyday citizen. I'm just choosing to do it not through policy, but through actually creating a vehicle to compete with these new monarchs like BlackRock and Vanguard. So that's why I, I set out to do what I'm doing. Vivek, I cannot, and I mean this sincerely, I have waited for people like you to start standing up, and you have for a long time, but I mean... Standing up and and I mean, you're going against BlackRock and uh, and others. You're you're I mean, you're going to get slapped around. Thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. You give a lot of people, including me, hope. Thank you, Glenn. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Take bet. the support every step. You Bye-bye. bet. Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, the author of Woke Inc. Uh, and uh, talking about his startup uh, uh, that's going after BlackRock and ESG. All right, our sponsor this half hour is LifeLock. So you're stranded on a desert island out in the middle of nowhere. No phone, no lights, no motor cars. You know the drill. There's no soul to be found, except for that movie star and the professor and Gilligan. But now you're there, 100% isolation. Well, I mean, the howls are there as well. But now you don't need LifeLock because that's it. Everyone else off of that little deserted island uh really needs lifelock okay they can't catch everything but cyber hackers are watching everything that we do mm, so is the government nobody can prevent it all but lifelock is the best join now save up to 25 percent off your first year with the promo code beck call 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK head to lifelock.com use the promo code beck for 25 percent off promo code beck lifelock.com stay informed Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. I mean, do you think he's number two on, on a list of... People that don't have to risk that are now yeah, standing up, giving I, people hope. Really important. And yeah. someone with a lot of credibility. Yeah. Um, I, I lost a little respect for him when we, when we before we came on the air, and he said he read your book, seemed to like it. <laughs> and now, I don't know. The, the, I've, I've moved him down. down. He's number yeah. like eight now. Really? I, yeah, that much? Six slots. Yeah. Huh. Huh. <laughs> but yeah, he read The Great Reset. Uh, and look, you know, that's... that's, that's Someone with his background and his credibility on these issues going through the book and, and seeming yeah. to like it is, is a really important thing. Is um, it's, it's, it's essential that everybody knows what we are facing. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
You know, we, t- we talked to the author of Woke Inc. last hour, and we talked about taking steps to make sure that you can push back against all the craziness out there in the world. We often complain about companies that don't seem to share the values of America anymore. It seems like they're just off in their own world and doing God knows what. Companies that use, you know, make their products with stuff from overseas and that's of low quality. And like, look, I am not above complaining about things. I will do it constantly. Uh, But maybe the other side of this is something we should focus on as well. Companies that are American companies that do have high quality, that do love this country and support it. Grip6 is a small company in Utah that does all of those things. They sell stuff all around the world, but they source almost everything they use in their products right here in America. They believe in the country. They've got great belts. They've got great socks. They've got great wallet stuff you're going to like to wear, stuff that looks great. It's customizable. And uh, this is a company that cares about this country. Grip6.com slash stew is the place to go. Use the code stew. Get 15% off. Grip6.com slash stew. Get 15% off today with Grip6.com slash stew. so tired i am so tired of hearing politicians in washington tell us what's important what we should be focused on it's time they start listening to the american people mitch mcconnell said yesterday and the senate is about to vote on another 40 billion dollars going to ukraine i'm going to put that into perspective here in just a second they're about to vote on it today they're probably going to pass it republicans will be a big part of it why Why will they pass it? Well, because Mitch McConnell said that's the biggest threat in the world today. No, it's not. The collapse of the United States of America is the biggest threat to the world today. Pay attention to what's happening in our own country. Last night, I did a special on the border. It is worse than even I thought. I'm gonna give you some, some of the details in 60 seconds. So the clock is ticking. It's not your biological clock. It's the uh, clock on your car, actually your warranty. It's counting down now to the time it needs to be repaired. And it all of a sudden speeds up, I think. At least it feels that way once your warranty expires. So CarShield has protection plans for about a hundred bucks a month. Now, you may be counting pennies, but listen, if your car goes down, how are you going to pay for it? How are you going to pay, especially if it's going to be a part that's not in stock? How are you going to pay just for the rental car that'll get you to and fro? Car Shield. They have plans that will fit 
anyone and they take care of everything all the way from being stuck on the side of the road every protection plan includes the coast-to-coast roadside assistance rental car options and trip reimbursement no extra cost so you just lock in your price today your you this will never go up the cost to repair your car is never going to go up with car shield They'll cover you. Same cost today as it will be in five years. When your car breaks down, make sure you have the coverage like I do from carshield.com slash Beck. Carshield.com slash Beck. 800-391-8888. Carshield.com slash Beck. So the disinformation governance board that the media has still not reported on CBS Evening News, ABC News, NBC News still have not told the people who are watching those broadcasts anything about the Disinformation Governance Board. This is to spread the uh, or to tackle the spread of misinformation in the U.S. And they have now come out and said they are specifically going to focus on Russia, Ukraine and the U.S.-Mexican border. Really? So the Ministry of Truth needs to control the narrative and tell us what we can or cannot talk about on two stories, Russia, Ukraine, and our own border. Well, let me do both right now. When it comes to almost anything the government does, it is best to always look at it through the eyes of corruption, greed, and death. And I know that sounds morbid, but we are no longer living in the country we all grew up in. When it comes to big government, that's true north. Where's the money going? Where is it being diverted from? Who's suffering because of this? Those are the questions that you have to ask yourself. So let's just stick here for a second with Russia, Ukraine, and the border, and let's see where the money is going, where the money is coming from. Who is going to suffer because of it? Last night, I had a graphic on that showed the military aid from uh, February to March to Ukraine in the billions of dollars. Yep, it's up. If you're watching the blaze right now, you can see it. The United States is way out of balance. No other country in the world even comes close to what we have already committed. So. We first stepped up and we committed, I don't know how many billions. Then Congress approved $1.5 trillion budget, and that approved another $14 billion in war aid for Ukraine. So by the end of March, we had, we were all in $18 billion. Okay. Two weeks ago, Biden stepped up and said, we need another $33 billion. But the Democrats in Congress, who apparently now like war, the Democrats in Congress said, no, 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 we need to give it 40 million. The president, out of control president, 33. Congress was like, no, it's got to be 40 billion. So $40 billion. Now that takes, if they pass it in the Senate today, that takes the entire budget up to $58 billion that we have sent over to Ukraine if they pass this today. $58 billion. I know these numbers don't make any sense to a lot of people because it's just numbers now. But let me put it into perspective. The entire defense budget for Ukraine, their entire budget for a whole year is six billion. This is almost 10 
times the amount of their entire defense budget. So, you know, the Russian Defense Department has a yearly budget of sixty three billion dollars. We've ju- we're sending fifty eight billion. The Russian yearly defense budget is sixty three billion. Five billion dollars more than we will have sent in just a couple of months. And it's not going to end there. And by the way, where's the money coming from? Who's suffering? <laughs> well, first of all, where is the money? Where's the money going? The details in the Senate bill, a little murky, but they got to get this passed right away. The funds we do know are going to go through the State Department and they include things like food insecurity. I don't want anything going through the State Department. So in total, we're looking at $58 billion of your money going to a country that we can't even find on a map. And, you know, the Lindsey Grahams and the Mitch McConnells and the Chuck Schumers are all saying and and Joe Biden, there's no exit ramp. There's no exit ramp for uh, Putin. So in other words, this only ends with him leaving. That's it. What the hell are those people? Did any of us vote for this? Any of us? So $58 billion, because we have to help the people and the soldiers of Ukraine. Okay, keep the $58 billion in mind, because this is really going to piss you off. DHS Secretary Mayorkas addressed Congress last week and all but admitted that they don't have adequate funding to address the border crisis. Now, we're sending $58 billion over. That, by the way, would double the, uh, the budget for the border, double the budget again on the border. So we don't have the money. We don't have adequate funding to address the border crisis. Gee, I wonder where the money's going. So they have to cut costs. I am not making this. This will your head will explode. They are going to divert costs. The Biden administration is taking money from the VA. Now, already our veterans get seconds. We are diverting VA funding and doctors and nurses away from our vets to the migrants at the border so we can take money that we don't have. $58 $58 billion and send it to Ukraine. The hell are what, what is wrong with us? Now, some Republican lawmakers are attempting to fight this. Most people haven't even heard of this. And this is how the atrocities at the border go on checked biden sweeps it all under a rug the mainstream media covers it up and meanwhile people suffer and die and in this case it's not only the people on the border but it is also our veterans in va hospitals that will will suffer because we have to help the ukrainian soldiers (sighs) things are getting really bad And last night on my TV show, please, if you haven't subscribed to Blaze TV, please do it right now. Please. The things that my team, I have the greatest team ever. I do. From, well, I was going to say Stu. 
uh, all the way across. I have Stu and uh, and the greatest team ever. No, I have Stu and and Ricky, who are my executive producers on both radio and TV. And I could not ask for better executive producers and everyone down the line, my researchers all the way down to interns. Fantastic. What pays their salary is this show, but also the blaze. And every time you subscribe, you help the blaze. You help pay for specials and, and research that sometimes takes months and months to do before it gets on the air. Uh, so please subscribe to the blaze TV blaze TV.com slash Glenn. You'll save if you use the promo code Glenn. This is what I showed last night. Stu, I want to hand you a penny and be careful because there's something on it. It's, it's only flour. But can you describe how big that flower dot is? Okay, I'm looking at the penny. We've got a good old Abe Lincoln's face on there. I would say the, the dot goes from Lincoln's chin to his eyes. Okay. okay. On a penny. On a penny. Okay. And that's about twice the amount that should be on this for this case. That is the amount of fentanyl that will kill an oh average gosh. size human. Really? That? That. That's insane. Okay. It's, it's Fent- basically none. If you, it's, it's, it's like you, I mean, that's crazy. You get, you have more flour on the top of, you know, one of those rolls that you get that has a little flour that you could kind of scoop off. It's a, it's less, much less than that. If it was, ju- if this was salt, I'd be able to count how many grains. Oh yeah, really easily. Okay, so uh, what I'm going to show and what I want to describe to you, I have two packages here, um, and they are one kilo each. And you have seen when drugs come into the country, you have seen packages much bigger than this, right? Mm-hmm. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. Okay, so this, how would you describe this? It's a kilo. It's about what? Six inches by seven. It's like if you got if you went to a bake sale and there's a loaf of banana bread. Yeah, a know? little smaller than a little, ban- little yeah. smaller than banana. Wider bread. though. Yeah. Okay. So that kilo will kill five hundred thousand people. Oh my god. Two of them will kill a million people. If you have five kilos, which I have now on the desk, and it's not really a problem to stack it up if i have five kilos of fentanyl i can now kill five million people let me put that into perspective 10 10 kilos would be five million uh, no five you said five one was five hundred thousand so 10 would be five million yeah uh, yeah okay so yeah that's what i have here 10 yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah this what's on the desk here is 10 packages um that would kill Uh, Five million people. Let me put that into perspective. The Germans, I would need two more kilos and I could kill as many as the Germans killed of Jews. So, you know, this stuff is so dangerous that Barack Obama's Department of Homeland Security put fentanyl on the weapons of mass destruction list. Fentanyl, if your doctor ever gave you fentanyl, my wife picked up a fentanyl patch when I had just gotten out of the hospital. It's like 10 years ago. And uh, she was reading the box and she's like, oh, my gosh, I just picked that up and threw it away. 
And it says, don't touch the patch without gloves. Because just touching the pad, you can get too much fentanyl and die. Okay? It's insane. Weapons of mass destruction. I could kill every single person in Los Angeles by dumping this into the water supply. If they give you fentanyl, they tell you, if you don't use all of them, do not ever dump them in the toilet. Why? Because a half, what is that? Maybe, I don't need 10 tablets could threaten the water supply. Imagine, tape, Stu, I mean, how many times? There was uh, a box of fentanyl in a car in the back seat that had come from drug smuggling on our open border. It was found in Georgia. It was enough to kill every single person in Georgia. We now know that there are terrorists coming over. We now know that... Iran has U.S. dollars because we gave them a billion dollars. We just flew it over on a pallet. Do you think maybe somebody has looked at our open border, the crazy amounts of fentanyl, and looked at this and thought, I could kill every man, woman, and child in Chicago. All I have to do put it into the water supply. Tell me we have no problems on the border. Tell me this is about helping people, helping children. Children are being sold into black markets. Last night, we showed you pictures of kids that had been given sleepy medicine so they could go across the border time and again, over and over. So they'll be quiet. There is so much fentanyl in this country that this year, the number one killer, the number one thing that is killing 18 to 49 year olds is fentanyl. The number, not COVID. Think of this. The number that we have is, I think, 106,000 here in the last year. And it's only getting worse. 106,000. Wow. And these aren't our old people that we had to stop school and everything else. These are, these are kids at 18. And they're dying at record rates. And you don't hear a peep about it. Instead, we're debating today whether to send almost the entire yearly defense budget of Russia over to the Ukraine. I don't know about you, but I've had enough. I have had enough. Back in a minute. I'm telling you, that's incredible. How is this not going to happen? How's that not going to happen, Stu? You dump this into the drinking water, and how does that not happen? <sighs> Let me tell you about Goldline. Everything is upside down. Absolutely everything is upside down. 
And I believe our government is doing everything. I couldn't plan the destruction of our economy, of our Did you hear what they did with oil? We are going to face the highest gas prices for Memorial Day in the history of oil and gas. Okay, it's only going to get worse. They're actually now starting to talk about gas rationing this summer. And what did the Biden administration do? Yesterday, they decided not to auction off any more drilling uh, in Alaska. A million acres, I think it was. But, Mm -hmm. you know, just that. Okay, thank you. The dollar is is only doing well now because the stock market is tanking. This is all created by the Fed. Please, please consider gold or silver. Consider things that are of value that will last. Right now, they are giving away at goldline.com the most popular product they've they've made, the silver maple flex bar. With every gold legal tender bar. These are both things that I asked them to mint with the Canadian mint for you, for this audience. And they've been wildly popular. Please check them out. Ask them why they are different than regular coins and why they're designed this way. Um, They won't last long. So please take advantage of this special now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Call them now and ask them about this special. 10 seconds, station ID. <laughs> Please watch last night's special on the border. I had Chip Roy on. Oh, my gosh. I, by the time I got to Chip Roy, I was so angry. So angry. I can understand why. And, you know, it's it's constantly it's kids not even trying to do hard drugs. They're, no. they're taking like an Adderall that they got off the black right. market or something like that. And, and it'll have laced. fentanyl. Yeah, with fentanyl. I and mean, really, it's a huge, huge problem. I, we did this thing up um, looking at this is back in like the Pat and Stu days and looked at the difference between the crack epidemic of the 80s, which we all remember seeing a million movies about. And it was constantly on television as compared to the fentanyl stuff, it's not even close. And that was years ago now. It, it was not, it, it dwarfed the crack epidemic for how many people died because of it. It's a and massive you know problem. And you know who's dying on this? People in the suburbs. Hmm. It's, it's kids with, yeah. you know, decent lives and everything else. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. This is killing our children, and it's all coming from the border. The Glenn Beck Program. Oh, it's coming from China. Yeah, and where's China pulling into port? Los Angeles? No. Mexico. (sighs) All right. Uh, Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Rough Greens is something that you put on your dog's food that, you know, when you you put... um, Have you ever seen anybody that takes a McDonald's hamburger and they can put it up on a shelf? And the bun, no mustard or you know lettuce or anything else, just the bun and the burger. You put it on a shelf, and two years later, it's not moldy. Uh, it's because there's nothing alive in it. That's why there's nothing for the mold to grow out of. Same thing with dog food. Put it, put dog food, you know, just up on a shelf. Leave it there. Two years, nothing's going to grow there because there's nothing alive in it. And you need things like probiotics and enzymes. Those things are alive. Your dog. He knows it. He knows it. He can't say, and I'm. 
but rough greens you will see your dog just wolf rough greens down uh and then over the months i've been doing it now for a couple of years i'm still seeing changes in uno roughgreens.com slash back first bag is free roughgreens.com slash back you can check out that whole episode on blaze tv blaze tv.com slash glenn the promo code is glenn Last night I did a special on a border, and I want to give you some highlights of it. You've got to watch it and pass it to your friends. You can find it on uh, YouTube while it lasts, um, but uh, you can also get it at Blaze TV. We really, I really ask you uh, sincerely and humbly, because I know how much money is, I know how valuable it is. Um, it's nine ninety nine a month without the discount, um, but it is. I'll tell you, it is. It will be the best. $10 investment that you make uh, every single month. Uh, you'll get more for your money, and so will the country. Anyway, join us at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save. All right. Let me tell you some of the highlights from last night's special. Uh, <clears throat> just in the month of, month of March, and these are the last numbers that we have, there were over 200,000 encounters at the border. That's in the last 30 days. That's the number we caught. 200,000. That is a 33% increase from the month before. In the first six months of this fiscal year, we are already over 1 million arrests at the border. And if March is any indication, we are going to top 2 million easy, easy. That's 2 million people in one year. Now, let me give you perspective on that number. If you put them all in, you know, they're just dumping them at these uh, border cities. What? The cities can. If you brought these people together and put them in one place, that one place in just the two million that we caught, that would create the largest, uh, the fifth largest city in America. The fifth largest city. It's more people than Dallas, more people than San Diego, San Antonio, Philadelphia, Phoenix. It is on par with Houston and Chicago. Now, Title 42 which expels people because of COVID. We have turned away with that 1.35 million people. So almost a million and a half have already been turned away and we're getting rid of that. A judge has temporarily stopped this, but if they overturn it and we're days away, those million and a half can just recross the border. We already have people waiting at the border. Privately, Mayorkas is telling members of Congress that lifting Title 42 is about to unleash a wave that is absolutely unsustainable. No kidding. Right now, there are 6,000 migrants in Tijuana. Just that one city, 6,000, ready to cross the minute Title 42 is gone. 
So what is it that they are doing, uh, you know, behind our back? What are they doing without telling us or a United States federal judge? We have a tweet from the National Border Patrol Union. I've never seen the Border Patrol like this before. They have revealed that the Biden administration has ordered the Border Patrol to process illegal aliens from the Northern Triangle. That's El Salvador, Honduras, and Guatemala under expedited removal. That means we have effectively ended Title 42 from people in those countries. So you got to ask yourself, what the hell is happening? Well, you know what's happening. This is an invasion. And it is an invasion that is plotted and planned by our own people in our own government. That's what's happening. It's an invasion. You can't add the fifth largest city in a year and call it anything but. And it only gets worse. Here's what they are also doing. Everybody who in the Great Reset is all on board with this. Every year, the World Economic Forum attendees actually pretend to be migrants for a day. Tell me that's not a weird cult. You all wear blindfolds and black robes, too, for, you know, just fun at night. Everybody who wants a borderless world wants this. Everything the Biden administration is showing us now about our southern border falls right in line with organizations like the World Economic Forum and the United Nations. During the Obama administration, we heard that the U.N. was actually providing ATM cards to migrants moving from country to country. It was happening. It was happening over in Europe. But now the U.N. is assisting the migrant pipeline out of South America to our southern border. Did you know that? Why are we paying for the United Nations? Who elected them? The Center for Immigration Studies observed the UN-supported International Organization for Migration, that's the IOM, handing out bank cards, giving migrants up to $800 a month for food, lodging, and, quote, movement assistance. We have photos. Can we put the photos? These are the photos uh, taken of the IOM handing out the cards. It's happening right now on our U.S.-Mexican border. They are being funded to cross illegally into the United States. And this is, this is what the U.N. is doing. And there's no way our government is doing anything. Well, actually, yes. Yes. How? Because we are funding the U.N. Let me show you the roots of the maps that people are coming in as they make their way up from Mexico. Texas and Arizona are by far the biggest crossings. But what happens when they cross the border? Let me show you a video that was taken by a Fox News correspondent in Eagle Pass, Texas. The Biden administration is outsourcing immigration responsibility to private NGOs. If you happen to have the blaze right now and you're watching, you're seeing what they're doing, the feds drop them off with the non-governmental organization, public-private partnership. They disappear then into the interior of the country. It's happening every day. Follow the money. Follow the money. We're busing illegals from the border. And because they're with NGOs now, hard to track. 
an NGO that makes over $200,000 in annual revenue needs to fill out a tax form called a 990. Now, a full 990 shows where all of the organization's money, the gifts, contributions, the grants, where all of it comes from. But the group I just had up on the screen, Mission Border Hope, it fills out a smaller form, 990EZ, because they make less than $200,000. And that form doesn't show where the money is coming from. And you know what's weird about a lot of these NGOs that are down on the border? For the last few tax cycles, some of them have made just $1,000 less. Oh, man, we made 199000 Crap, we only made 191000 Isn't that... Now, I'm not saying that... I'm just saying that's a really blessed coincidence. And gosh darn it, I sure would like to see where that money's coming from. But you don't have to go far. The big organizations, the big organizations, they shout it out. International Rescue Committee, which is doing the same thing. The larger groups... Yeah, quote, billionaire George Soros takes top honor at International Rescue Committee's benefit. Oh, it always comes back to the same group of people. And we know their intent. Hungary kicked George Soros out. When will the United States even recognize what a danger this man is to freedom? The immigration, the American Immigration Council also been getting money from George Soros since at least 2015. The left is always claiming the moral high ground over immigration. They always, always, oh, these poor children. They don't care about it. They don't care. Last month, the inspector general released a report that the Department of Homeland Security issued funds to a group called Endeavors misusing funds and violating multiple protocols assisting migrants at the border. Well, you know, what's weird is they didn't even have to bid on that. It was a no bid contract. Okay. Yeah. The same month that they had a no bid contract of $87 million from the government, a no bid contract, by the way, is not normal. They received another hundred million dollars. Zero competition. Now, I'm sure suppose this is not this is not suspicious at all. January 20th, Endeavors added a new employee, Andrew Strait. Andrew came straight over from the Biden transition team. He went to work for them on Inauguration Day. And shortly afterwards, they received a highly unusual no bid contract for $87 million. Wow. What are the odds? By the way, Axios reported a few days later that the DHS contract wasn't the only one. They received another no-bid contract, this time for $530 million. No bid. This one came from Health and Human Services. Wow. The Texas National Guard lost a, a guard member, drowned a couple of weeks ago. He's trying to save a migrant crossing the border. That's probably all you heard, if you heard that. Because, you know, they're just coming over. It's economic migration. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's, I guess, true if you put drug smugglers into that category. That's who our, that's who our Border Patrol gave his life for. Drug smugglers. Again, the leading cause of death between 1845. It's not COVID, not even close, not cancer, not car crashes. It's fentanyl. All these people dying. We shut the world down. We gave the ability for drug companies that we gave them the ability and the money, which they then sold back to us making all kinds of ungodly profit on it. The government mandated that you had to have it, which made it even more profitable. And we said we can never sue them if something goes wrong because it was rushed. We have 106,000 in the last year that have died from fentanyl coming across our borders. Don't even... 12 pounds of fentanyl were received at the I-19 checkpoint in Arizona. 12 pounds. This kills 5 million people on my desk. That's 22 pounds. This is 22 pounds. They stopped 12 pounds in Arizona. Yeah. He, the, the, also, a dog and a super cop. Same location. A week later, 85 pounds. That's 20 million people. 20. Call your senator. Call your congressman. Enough is enough. When you move, things happen. When you start to stand up in your own community, you stand up at your mayor's office, at your city council, and say, What are you doing about fentanyl? What are you doing? To make sure we're not getting more drugs in from our open border. Because I'm about to vote you guys out. This in Texas and Arizona is an invasion. Our government and our governor, Greg Abbott, needs to declare an invasion. It's got to stop. Back in a minute. American financing. Uh, I want to remind you, the Fed is not your friend. Everything that's going on right now is the Fed. And they made that decision in 2008 with TARP. We're just going to bail everybody out. And don't worry, it'll all work out. No, it won't work out. It won't work out. And now those people, the same banks that own the Fed, that got bailed out, what have they learned? Have we fixed anything? American financing wants you to know they do not work for the banks. They work for you and they want you to get your finances in order. So you are paying the lowest interest rate, especially on credit cards that you can possibly pay. I just want you to take five minutes out of your day and call American financing. There's no obligation, nothing. You just tell them your situation and they'll find if they'll find out a way to help you. And if not, they just they're up front with you. American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800. Look, we have to be strong together. We're going to need one another. Please do the things to where you can be a help to your country. 
800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday, tomorrow, and I want to have some fun on the show. Mm. So, um, tomorrow we'll do show and tell. Ah, yes. Uh, (laughs) On uh, the radio. On the radio, The best way to do show and tell. Yeah. Well, I rescued a few things. One, (laughs) uh, I mean, tomorrow I will show you what's in this incredibly heavy box. Mm. I mean, it's uh, what? Just a little larger than a shoe box? Yeah. It is incredibly heavy, and what's in this box completely changed our world. You agree with that? Agreed. Completely mm-hmm. changed our world. Tomorrow, I'll open the box and show you. If it's, if it's around, yeah. if you don't lose it. I also rescued uh, a painting from a museum in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they didn't want it anymore. And uh, so it is safely out of Portland and now in my hands, and it will be available to be seen by all at uh, our museum. Uh, and it is remarkable. And you can show it tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'll assuming, show it. you know, it's still around. Wait, what? This is the Glenn Beck Program.